This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is not Von Miller of five years ago, right? This isn't Odell Beckham of his rookie year, right? Or whatever, the catch year, whatever, whatever it might be. Guys are on the market or traded for a reason, right? If they were in a prime, no way does Denver let Von Miller go. Cleveland doesn't let Odell Beckham go if he's if he's productive and he's doing what he's supposed to do in Cleveland. So we got to be we got to be you know we got to be honest about what we're actually getting. This is Big Man Bets with the seven-time Pro Bowler participant in the incident, which he's been speaking about recently. Our leader, our storyteller, our center our New York Jet, Nick Mangold, and our co-leader, I should say, the left tackle, the pride and joy of Sandusky, Ohio, Hall of Famer, greatest show on turf, and believer in the Rams still, I think, Orlando Pace. Gentlemen, week 11, and we're going hyperbolic to start here. Cam Newton is back. He's busting in uh, from second and goal from the two. He's throwing touchdown passes. The Panthers are winning games. The ticket prices in Carolina are going through the roof. Everyone's happy that Cam is back. Let's just go crazy here. The Carolina Panthers go on a run. They win out. Can Cam get himself in the MVP conversation? Because this this year is completely crazy, and we've seen Brady go up and down. We see all your your Patrick Mahomes go up and down, the whole thing. Uh, Kyler Murray, too. Nick, what do you think about this story emanating from Carolina? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a feel-good story. I, I like the coach's press conference uh, when he came out. It was like, you know, a business decision and, you know, football and everything. And he, he he looked awkward saying that. So I can only imagine the conversations that were had uh, in the locker room and the meeting rooms. Um, but, you know, it seemed to work out. And, I mean, hypothetically, if they were to go on a run and they went out and, and you know, go deep into the playoffs – how could you not put Cam in that conversation? I mean, obviously he coming into a team um, and taking them to a playoff uh, berth out of nowhere would seem like you're pretty valuable. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a great feel-good story week one, um, but we've all watched Cam play over the past couple of years. So if, but if it happens, obviously you would have to talk about, you know, how, um, you know, how that run it has been inc- incredible, but it's not necessarily because of what Cam would actually do. It's only because the race is still wide open. There's no clear-cut favorite. So right now, you know, obviously nobody's running away with the MVP race because every week somebody's either getting, getting beat or not playing well or whatever it might be. Um, so it's wide open. So if he goes on an eight-game winning streak and plays like the 2015 Cam Newton why not throw him in there? See what he does. He, he he could possibly win the MVP. So yes, I'm 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 jumping on that 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 outlandish story, but uh, the reality will set in. The feel good story probably be you know going in a couple of weeks. Three carries for 14 yards plus the touchdown. He was three of four on his passes for eight yards and his other touchdown. And that's right, <laughs> big man bets is is throwing Cam in the MVP conversation because like we're saying. The, the up and down roller coaster has been going on here. I mean, Matthew Stafford for, at one point was a MVP candidate and the Rams have looked terrible the last two weeks. Uh, when you look at overall, and we're going to get to parity later in the show, 
when you look at the performances going on just across at the top here, does, does anybody look like they're about to write the ship here and, and play steady the rest of the way? Maybe Patrick Mahomes at the top of that list, Nick? Yeah, I, I mean, he did look good uh, this past week against the Raiders. So, you know, maybe he's coming back into form, you know, finding that midseason stride and, and hitting it. Um, I'm just intrigued, like when we're talking about the MVP and, you know, we talk about the votes and everything, has anyone ever won it without getting a majority of the votes? Like, was it so split that you got you got the most votes, but you didn't get the majority of votes? Because right now, I mean, the ball is in the air. It could be Kyler Murray, could be Aaron Rodgers, could be Patrick Mahomes, could be Tom Brady. Um, Josh Allen's still somewhere in there if they keep going strong. Like, there's so many options. Um, I, I just don't see how you can say, all right, this guy, you know, it, it has the majority of votes. Say, yeah, he was the most valuable player of the league. Um and it, it, it's crazy that we have this type of season where we're having that because it's it, it's actually been I mean it's been tough for betting but as far as like fan and seeing you know teams lose and win at left and right it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, it has been a lot of fun to watch uh, just the young quarterbacks what they were able to do, but these old guys and nobody's talking. We hadn't talked about Aaron Rodgers who's just quietly obviously he had to pick up with, with the COVID mishap but you know, he's playing he's going to be playing good football moving forward they, they have a solid defense if they can get and nobody wants to get this past them more than, than Aaron does so I'm sure he's going to go out you know hairs on fire to try to uh his play you know try to distance himself from what happened midseason so Patrick Mahomes specifically Orlando Chiefs put up 41 season high 516 total yards uh for Patrick, it was his first 400-yard performance since week 11 of 2020. Uh, great win against the Raiders. Uh, Chiefs obviously back in there. They didn't allow a single sack. I know you guys can certainly uh, – you give credit to the O-line, but the quarterback's a part of that, making good decisions. Do, do you see Patrick Mahomes and, and the New England, and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs offense back at, at full stride, or are we going too far just after one week? No, I, I think they played well. I think if, if you're a football fan or if you analyze the game, you know they have enough talent on that offense. At some point during the season, they're going to look like they did uh, the other night against the Raiders um, because they just have too much talent. And Patrick Mahomes is too talented of a player to go, you know, 16, 17 weeks in the, in, in not, and not stink up the joint. So at some point, and I think he said it in a lot of his pressers, they're going to get it together. They've been there. They have confidence. And I've been on teams like that where we had a ton of talent. And we just knew at some point during the season, we're going to pull it together. You know, obviously, he had some interceptions throughout the year where guys were dropping the ball and just some, some careless turnovers. They can; Those are all things that they can clean up with the veteran team. So uh, I think they're headed in the right direction. That was a big win for them. Um, and again, the league hasn't done a whole lot in terms of nobody's jumped out in the AFC and said, hey, this is our – this is our uh, our race. So I think they still have a shot at moving forward. Yeah, I, I look at, um, you know, I, I, I saw the game going the other way uh, with the Raiders. You know, I thought the Raiders, uh, I thought the Chiefs were down and I thought the Raiders were going to be, um, you know, be back at home and, you know, kind of get that life. And it was, I was completely wrong. Um, and so I, I hope that for, the, the sake of Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs, that's kind of their jumping off point where, you know, they hit their midseason stride. They're like, all right, you know, this is what we can be. Uh, we just need to keep doing it. Um, I think I was also impressed with their, their defense. So if their defense is able to play well, 
um, and, and keep Patrick Mahomes from having to say in his head, hey, I have to I have to go win this, not just like, hey, I want to go win this. Um, you know, I think that's what was kind of hurting him early on. Um, but yeah, I think he's got so much talent. Like it, it really is incredible to watch him play. Um, and you know, they have so many weapons too. And so, um, getting those guys going again, um, I, I think that, I think we count them out, um, especially since they rarely cover the spread. Um, uh, but you know, they, they are still a good football team. Um, and they're just, I, I hope that they're finding their way. So I hate to do this to you, Nick, but uh, are, 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 is the uh, New England football Patriots, is that your least favorite NFL team to, to discuss? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't mind discussing them. I, I, I don't like them, um, but I don't mind talking about them. Well, Vegas does not really believe in the Patriots right now. If you go to WinBet uh, and, and look at the odds of the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, despite their – Four wins in a row. They're plus 3,000. Uh, but they got their running game going, you know, 140-plus in four straight games. The defense has been solid. Judon is fourth in the NFL in sacks. He's uh, not to Hightower's playing great. They're six and four. They got the Bills twice. They're going to meet them in week 14 and 16. I mean, are we willing to say the Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady gone Patriots are a legit – Super Bowl contender or even, you know, contender to win the division. What, what, how are you looking at the Patriots, Nick? Um, you know, I'm still looking at the bills being in division. Uh, at, you know, they're, they have, the bills seem to be, um, they, they go well, go well, have a letdown game and then go well, go well, go well, letdown game. So they kind of are going that path. Um, and I, I just don't see that they're doing, New England's doing the right way. They're playing great defense. They're running the ball. And they're allowing Mac Jones just to kind of be the game manager where he doesn't have to go out and win the game for him. Um, he just has to make the, the short passes uh, that keeps the ball moving and, and, you know, clock control and all that stuff, all the stuff that Bill, um, you know, has always been about. And I just, I don't see a rookie quarterback being able to take him to the promised land after being with a rookie quarterback um, and making it to the AFC championship. You know, there's so many hurdles you have to get through to get to that point. Um, now, you know, they, they are a lot further ahead than we were. Um, but again, like it just, it, I see why they're still holding back because the, the pressure of getting to a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback is, is huge. Yeah, I agree. I think Vegas understands that too. Um, but in the next, you know, two games against the Buffalo Bills, um, when they play, That'll tell us a lot about what type of team they are. People have been talking about Buffalo since last year in terms of being a Super Bowl team. Uh, so how he performs or how they perform uh, in those two games will tell us a lot. And I'm sure those odds will change if they come out and get a victory against the Buffalo Bills. But uh, they really have the formula to, to really make a run. If you can run the ball and play good defense, uh, you got a shot in the playoffs. And I think that's one thing that that – and plus with that coaching staff with Bill and the experience that they have on that staff, they always have a chance. It's just that one caveat is the, the rookie quarterback. Uh, can he perform in those pressure situations? Uh, just my take on the playoffs. I, you know, obviously it's always been a veteran. You have the experience of quarterbacks once you get in the playoffs and, and the Patriots don't have that now, although he's having a great season so far. So maybe we can, uh, get some serious Jets nerves going on right now. I mean, Zach Wilson's battling injuries here, Nick, but Mac Jones looks very capable. Let's say it like that. 
would you trade Wilson for Jones right now? Uh, ooh. I would say at this exact moment, no. Well, yes, because Zach's hurt, so I'd rather a healthy quarterback. But um, no, I think right now what we're doing is I, I think Zach has fantastic upside. Um, I think it's just getting settled in and, and figuring out this offense um, and, and seeing what they can do. I mean, you look at Mike White comes in um, and goes off against the Bengals. So the offense is there. It's just trying to figure out how to tailor it and, and get it going for them. Um, and so it just, it's one of those things where I, we've been going through this thing with rookie quarterbacks for so long with the jets, with, uh, Sam Darnold, you know, we did it with Gino and, um, you know, you, you just keep going down the list and not exactly they're never put in a great position to succeed. Like Mac Jones is in a great position to succeed. They have a fantastic defense. Uh, they're running the ball. Their offensive line is playing well. Um, and, and so, when you do that, you know, that obviously you get success out of it. So uh, I would love to see, you know, see what happens when Zach comes back, see some, you know, positive, see improvement. Um, and then, you know, going into this offseason, which stinks that we're here before Thanksgiving talking about the offseason, um, you know, really solidify what we're doing and, and figure out, all right, here's his strengths, here's his weaknesses. Let's build up this offensive line. Let's get them together, get them working together. Um, and, you know, put him in a position to succeed. Are, are we downplaying Mac Jones here too much, Orlando? I mean, if this was, if this was Trevor putting up this numbers, we'd be like, this dude's going to be in the hall of fame. Yeah. I think, I think because the, the system that he's in with in new England, the coaching staff that he has, the development that he has, I think uh, we can put anybody in that system and they have success. Right. Um, now, if he's had this type of success in Jacksonville, like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you know, in that type of thing, we'll be saying he's the next coming of, of Peyton Manning or, you know, whoever at that, at that age. But the fact that he's in that system and everybody kind of knows the Patriot way in terms of how they develop quarterbacks, uh, how they surround them with, 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 you know, not as not great talent, but at least they have a system of, of playing, running the ball and not putting too much on the quarterback. And they're not trying to take deep shots down the field all the time. He doesn't have a, a ton of talent at receiver, but they just put him in situations where he understands the system. Uh, you know, obviously, if, if, if he was a bigger name, well, he went to Alabama, so uh, but he's a smart kid. <laughs> but if, if that was Trevor Lawrence having this type of success with six wins in the National Football League, uh, we'll, be, we'll be saying that he, he would be in an MVP race. Ray Lance, Justin Fields, Bears, Niners, Jets. They're not going to regret this one, huh, Nick? I don't know. No, I don't know. I mean, because, in, like we said, if he was – you know, if he was doing this in San Fran, if he was doing it in Jacksonville, if he was doing with the Bears, we would all be saying that because of the organizations and, and everything they've gone through. I think we're so ingrained that the Patriots are just going to be at the top of the AFC East and the AFC every year. Um, we just kind of expect it. And so it, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, we're, we're blown away with it. Um, you know, it's just it, – and you look at like, I look at like Josh McDaniels, you know, he's a fantastic offensive coordinator. He doesn't get to like, everyone always talks about Belichick being, you know, the, the guru there, but Josh is working hand in hand as well. And so like, he's just got a great system around him. And so like Orlando said, I mean, I don't think it could be anybody plug and play, but I think most quarterbacks that will go there, um, you'll find success out of it that are willing to do the work. Cause when you look at new England games, especially on offense, you rarely see mistakes. You, you rarely see missed assignments. And that's a, that's a coaching and that's an accountability thing that is just ingrained into the new England Patriots 
where guys know what to do. Like they're, they're in their books. They know because they know that, you know, if they mess up, Bill's going to be down their throat. Um, and so like, it, it's just, that's part of the culture. And I, I think that's why we can say you can almost plug and play um, and, and still find, you know, some success. Well, just, just look at the other, look at the other rookie quarterbacks, for example. Uh, you got Wilson in, in New York, rookie head coach, right? You got Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, rookie head coach. Uh, you have Matt Nagy in Chicago with Justin Fields, dead man walking. He's not going to be there much longer. <laughs> so when you look at the situation that these kids, these, these young quarterbacks are in, they're not really in ideal situations. Mac Jones is probably the only guy that's in that situation uh, where, you know, he, he has a stable coaching staff and a stable offensive coordinator that knows how to develop talent. Uh, not to mention out in San Francisco with Trey Lance, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's out there that's playing. So they got a little cushion with that guy. So uh, these other quarterbacks just aren't in great situations to really have a ton of success in year one. Big man bets does. We give you the, the just give, give, give time a chance here and we'll, and we'll see how this whole thing shakes out. <laughs> Uh, hey Orlando, what's up with the Rams? Running straight at seven and one now. Now two back to back weeks where they're getting uh, blown out, borderline surprisingly. Uh, the Titans without Henry, twenty eight sixteen. They smoked by the Niners, thirty one to ten. Can't protect the quarterback, and the quarterback doesn't look particularly good. You you worried about your Rams? I, I, you know what? I am a little worried. I, I I hate to say it was a good loss, but everybody last week was, was talking about, hey, we're Super Bowl bound. We have a ton. Now, we look great on paper. We look awesome on paper. We got some big names, uh, typically the L.A. way, uh, just having big star players. But we got to go out and perform. We just can't roll our helmet out on the field and expect to get a win. Our quarterback play needs to be better. Uh, the turnovers early on put us in a hole two weeks in a row. Uh, you know, and he's been playing phenomenal up until then, but uh, we're not running the ball. We, we normally have success offensively when we're running the ball and then everything else is play action after that. And then defensively, which I'm a, that's a little more concerning, going into the game against San Francisco, uh, everybody knew they were going to run the ball uh, and, and we could not stop their run. They, they, were, they were more physical than us on, in, in the, on the line of scrimmage and we just couldn't do anything with them. So that part of it is a little more concerning. Um, you know, obviously, hopefully they bounce back this week, but our quarterback play has to be much better. He looks like the Matt Stafford of Detroit Lions now. So uh, we need to go out and, and really uh, and stop turning the ball over and doing what we do best. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, you said it great. Like when you'd say that, you know, there's sometimes there's an actual good loss like this is after all that talk with obj and you know now we have all these superstars and it's super bowl or bust and so like that creeps into the locker room that creeps into a mindset um and so i think this was kind of a good put you back in your place like the titans i could see you know that one you know the titans are just really good um even without derrick henry i thought there was going to be a, a letdown um there hasn't been i don't think the offense isn't that great, but the defense is, you know, stepping up. And so like that, that's, they're a good team. So that battle, I, I kind of, I, I'm pushing that aside. This loss, it was definitely, I think, it, and we'll see after this week, we'll see how they come back and how they play. But I feel like this loss was a good little reminder. Hey, listen, it's not you. You still have to go out and play the games. Um, and so I, I'm intrigued to see what this week looks like. And I think that's going to be a big tell. If they have another letdown game this week, 
um, it's going to be, it's going to, the ball is going to get rolling and it's going to be ugly. But if they, they come roaring back, um, I think we'll all just look at it as, you know, this was the reset and um, here come the Rams again. Orlando, and then, and then I, I sort of thought at some point OBJ probably shouldn't have played in that game. And I'm not saying that makes a big difference, but sometimes you try to force guys the ball. Uh, and he does, he's not familiar with the offense a little bit, but it's national television. They're trying to get the big names out there, get them some exposure, do some things like that. I thought that he should have, you know, gave him a week to get, get acclimated with the playbook, with the quarterback, the timing, all those things uh, probably would have helped us out. But we, we, we have to take better care of the ball at the end of the day. When you're, I mean, when you're seeing big name after big name come in, I mean, Orlando, he's Von Miller, yes, OBJ, yes. Or are you sitting there like, this is just not the way to go about your business trying to win a Super Bowl? Again, again, this is my thing. So I obviously just being in the league, right? So I feel, I feel a certain kind of way about it. Like people, fans, they get it, they get enamored with guys. This is not Von Miller of five years ago, right? This isn't Odell Beckham of his rookie year, right? Or whatever, the catch year, whatever, whatever it might be. Guys are on the market or traded for a reason, right? If they were in a prime, no way does Denver let Von Miller go. Cleveland doesn't let Odell Beckham go if he's if he's productive and he's doing what he's supposed to do in Cleveland. So we got to be we got to be you know we got to be honest about what we're actually getting. Are they going to help? Are they going to help the, the Rams out? Absolutely. Are they going to be these huge impact players? Probably not. So I think just tempering those expectations. Uh, they're great additions, but we still need to temper our expectations about what type of player are we actually getting. Nick Mangles in the locker room, and here comes Odell walks in, or or Von Miller walks in. What what what's your reaction in the middle of the season when a guy pops up like that? Um, I don't. You know, we actually I don't think we ever traded for somebody in the middle of the season. So I, it, we, we've never been good enough to have to worry about getting you know an added piece. Um, no, but the the nice part is for a veteran guy um, who's been around long enough, like you. Like I've, I've met Vaughn and I've met OBJ. And so like it would be able to, to bring him in. And I, I assume many of the veterans on the Rams um, know those guys. And so bringing them in, you know, wouldn't be that big of an issue. Um, and, and to me, I think it's just, it, it, to me, looking at it from a, a team standpoint, like I think you kind of appreciate it, that your GM, that your team is willing to go and get other pieces to try to help your team win. Um, so that, I think it gives you the positive feedback from, you know, upstairs that, Hey, listen, we're going to try to give you every piece that we can to, to make this possible. You guys just need to go out and do it. I mean, I think part of the reason why they're, they're doing it is because of the parody in the NFL. And let's, let's talk about that guys. We got nine teams right now, nine with plus 1200 odds uh, to win the Super Bowl. So all in the mix here, go to winbet.com. You can check it out. The Bills right now are the favorite at plus 550. Then it's the Bucks at plus 600, the Rams plus 700, Cardinals plus 850 along with the Packers. Cowboys are plus 900, Chiefs are plus 1000, Titans are plus 1100 and and then the Ravens are plus 1200. So wide 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 open. I think the NFL wants this. Do you do you guys want parity? Do you like parity? Nick, you want to start? Yeah, so I like it. Um, I think as a player, you like it because you can say, hey, listen, we are not out of this thing. You know, when teams when teams are running away with it, you know, you look at like uh, some of the years uh, where the Patriots are just dominating the AFC East. You know, once they're already up to their 10 and 0 um, going in and you're struggling there, like, you know, 
four and six or, you know, five and five, you're like, well, listen, division's gone. So we might as well, now we're looking at all, our only hope is wild card. Um, and so like that, that makes it a little tricky, you know, player wise, like when it's, when it's wide open field, you can say, Hey, listen, any given Sunday, we can go out, we can beat anybody. Um, and we, we still have a chance at that thing. So from that standpoint, I like it as a fan. Um, I, I love it because like we're seeing just crazy games left and right. Um, you know, I did not see, uh, like when talking about the Rams, see them losing, uh, last week, it was just, like I just, I didn't expect it. And so like that makes it that much more exciting instead of games where like, all right, well, we know they're going to win. So we don't even need to pay attention. Um, or, you know, last Thursday night game, the, the Ravens and the Dolphins. Like, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Um, and so it, it, it now it was a boring game. So it was a struggle to get through it, but it was still neat to see like, hey, listen, you know, anybody can beat anybody. Um, but as a better, I've absolutely hated it recently. Like this is just it Nick, you didn't even mention the worst loss of the other week, Washington beating Tampa Bay, man. I would have lost a lot of money on that game, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but but I, I, I love the parody in the league. Going down the stretch, when you, when you look at in games in November and December, it's going to be great uh, from a fan standpoint just watching those games because you just – you don't know who's going to win, who's playing, you know, who's playing well. Uh, you know, obviously everybody's riding the Tennessee Titans now. You want to see how they do. They could lose two or three and somebody else could be in the race. So it's exciting as a fan to watch. Um, and it, and it, as a player, I would love it because you you don't feel like you're out of it. I've been on some teams where in, in November and December, you know you don't have a chance at the playoffs uh, because, you know, you somebody's jumped out to, to Nick's point at, to 10 and 0 or something. Um, so, you know, you just, you just going through the motions, you know, trying not to get hurt, but, uh, over the last decade, the Patriots have kind of dominated the Super Bowl uh, and wins and, and all that. So it'd be exciting to see just, you know, a, a wide open race. Everybody talked about Patrick Mahomes and their dynasty that they were trying to build. That's no more. So just seeing, you know, I love to see two new teams in the, in the, in the Super Bowl and, and trying to win a championship. So I love the parody. See, I, I like. I always want New England to lose, but I like having the target out there. Kind of like in the 90s, like I liked, I, I hated Dallas, but it was fun, you know, trying to shoot at the Cowboys. And, you know, if you go to other sports, like it's, it's it was, you know, Lakers and Celtics in the 80s, but it, it was, I thought it was good for the league where now it's kind of, I don't know. I, I think we say we like parody, but I think we also miss the greatness is what I'm trying to get to, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I would say... Yeah, but I mean, it's still there. Like, you still look at the Chiefs. You're like, well, they if they figure it out, they're going to be great. Like, if um, you know Tom Brady doesn't have that slip up against the Washington football team, like the Bucks are right up there. So, like, I think there's still those teams that you know the favorites that you can hate upon. I think what I'm most excited about is the fact that we're down the stretch as we get into late December. There's going to be a lot more meaningful games. Like, there's not going to be guys rested. Um, there's not going to be like, Hey, listen, you know, we, um, we're good. Like we have our, we're locked up. Like we can just kind of coast. Um, there's going to be games where it's like, listen, we have to win this game and we're in, um, or, you know, vice versa. Like if we lose this game, we're out those type of things. Like it's just, I think that's going to make football at the end of the season that much more exciting as we go into the playoffs. Fair enough. All right. Let's make our picks here team. And, uh, you know, apologies to uh, our diehards out there. 
We had a, a rough week last week. Orlando was one and two. Now fourteen and fourteen on the season, still fighting. Uh, and Nick is seventeen. Still fight. Right, exactly right. And and Nick is seventeen and eleven. Uh, Nick, your pick of the week last week was the Packers. Nice job on that. Uh, that score, seventeen nothing. Actually, I thought was a little bit closer than it than it than it came out to be. Even though Seattle could do nothing. Um, and then. Uh, your your win, Orlando, was the Dallas Atlanta. You had the under on fifty four and a half, which was a very good thing that the Falcons just did not show up because uh, <laughs> Dallas put up forty three. But yeah. all right, uh, Nick, you're going to lead us off your week eleven pick of the week. All right, pick of the week. Um, so this one was difficult because, like we said, that parody is um, really struggling with this, and there's some there's some tight lines, there's some big lines that I don't really like. Um, but in the end, I think after, uh, you know, being embarrassed on Thursday night TV, uh, the Ravens are going to come roaring back, uh, Ravens versus the bears. And I'm going to take the Ravens minus six and a half. I, I think that they come in, um, they, they have the rest from Thursday night. They're going to be feeling good. They, they have a dirty, dirty taste in their mouth and they're going to wash it out with the bears. Well, then. And I feel for back your one season with Chicago. The Fighting Nagy's <laughs> out of the bye, man. <laughs> out of the bye, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be a tough game. I think it'll be a lot closer uh, than, than uh, everyone thinks. So, but uh, my pick of the week, I'm going with the Cowboys plus two and a half over Kansas City. It's a high pressure game. Both offenses are pretty explosive. Um, I think this will this will and Kansas City's coming in riding high off of. Their victory last week, they think they arrived and they fixed their issues. But Dak and that offense, I think, will have a big day and they'll get a few more stops defensively on Kansas City to win the game outright, personally, I think. Uh, I, I love that pick. Uh, let's, let's go upset of the week. A lot of candidates out there. Uh, Minnesota plus two and a half over Green Bay. You got the Colts getting seven with the Bills. Washington, three and a half on Carolina. You can go another way. Orlando. Listen, I'm... I, I picked the Detroit Lions a couple times, but I'm gonna pick Detroit Lions over my plus ten over my Cleveland Browns. Cleveland look like they're completely out of it based on what they did last week in New England. Uh, I think I think Detroit uh, it'll be a much closer game than ten. So I'm going with the Detroit Lions who tied the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. I think they're on their way. Uh, nobody's talking about them, but they're on their way to get their first victory uh, soon here. So I'm going with the Detroit Lions. Upset of the run. So They're scared to say Detroit. The Dan Campbell train. I love it. <laughs> uh, so uh, for me, I am going, uh, I'm looking at the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals are coming up to the Seahawks. The weather looks to be cold. Um, so they're coming out of the dome. Playing in, in Seattle is very tricky. Uh, it's at the Seahawks are plus two and a half. Um, I like that. I, I think they'll be coming off of that loss to Packers. They needed a, a revenge game. Great opportunity to take the guys from the desert and, and put them in you know, crappy weather uh, and get the win. For all your gambling needs, wynnbet.com. WinBet gets it done. Over-unders, Nick. I hate doing this, but I, I was looking at the numbers and the Steelers Chargers, 47 points. Um, I... I, I I hate doing it, but I'm taking the under. Um, no team has scored more than 20 in their past three games. So I, I think that's going to stay consistent. Um, I'm taking the under 47. Yep. For me, I'm going Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings under 50 
you know, rival game. Both defenses are playing well. Um, I think it. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think the Packers only scored what 17 points last week or whatever, but what, something like that. So I You're think right. they're. Uh, it'll be a low-scoring game. So I'm going under 50 uh, for the divisional rivalry game. So I don't know about that. Kirk Cousins gonna put it on the green and gold. Aaron back at practice this week. But that's uh, that's why you guys get paid the big bucks, gentlemen. Week 11 parody Cam. The Patriots, a lot going on in the league as always. Good luck with the picks. Let's get hot. Orlando, I'm rooting for you to close the gap, to be honest. I want to see this thing go down to the wire. Uh, 17-11 versus 14-14. Thank you so much for watching Big Man Bets. Enjoy the football, and we'll see you for Week 12. <laughs>